well. On the bright side, the San Diego Goals are at least winning some games. All this without Pavel Regenda. We'll talk about that and more on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Locked On Goals. Typically, Goals Thursday, but we're a day late with that, so it'll be a double header day today. But welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast. I'm with your team every day. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for well over a decade and also currently the public address announcer for the Coachella Valley Firebirds, which is part of the American Hockey League, which is the league the San Diego Goals are in, have also contributed to Defend the Nest, among other things. Just a reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms wherever you get your podcasts, including ad-free on Amazon and also on YouTube. So hit that subscribe button right now. As I mentioned, this is a double header day today. We'll talk about the goals today and then talk about the last Ducks game later today. Do we do we got to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, we kind of do. Yeah. Also, as you could look around not quite in my new surroundings yet but we'll get there we are getting there very well sooner rather than later trust me on that all right let's delve into the san diego goals shall we because uh, believe it or not at least one of the teams is winning at least the goals are on a bit of a roll right now san diego has won two of their last three games <gasps> hallelujah this without pavel regenda well wait what let me explain Pavel Regenda got injured four games ago. He has not been with the team during this road trip that they're on. This current road trip is taking them across the Midwest. So right now they are actually in Rockford later today. They just came from Milwaukee and were previously in Rosemont, Illinois, playing the Chicago Wolves. So how did this road trip start? Well, as I mentioned, no Pavel Regenda. Chicago Wolves are one of the, if not the worst team in the American Hockey League. And the Chicago Wolves are a story just by themselves. They have no NHL affiliation. They are the only independent AHL team in the league. But this is all without Pavel Regenda. Now, Regenda has been hurt. He has been one of those guys that has tried to, I guess, will the team into a winning record. In fact, he has been one of the few bright spots on an otherwise, I hate to say it, but an otherwise miserable team. Before the injury, he was leading the team in goals. So far, he has 10 goals, which by far leads the team. The next highest goal total is seven. As of this recording, it's seven. Before this road trip, it was six. So most of the offense was coming from just one guy. So who would need to step up? Who would step into those spots? Well, we found out very early on this road trip that we would have a major shuffling around of lines. This this is how weird it was. Travis Howe's back in the lineup. He was back on the fourth line. Ben King... Yes, Ben King, who had been on a slight roll recently, he found himself on the second line. So congratulations to Ben 
for moving up on the second line with Nestorenko and Glenn Godden. Nestorenko has looked pretty decent recently, and Glenn Godden, the steady veteran, you know, you need someone like that up the middle. And first line now is Chase DeLeo, who is now fully back. Let me repeat that. Chase DeLeo is fully back. Maybe that has had a little bit to do with the Santiago Gulls' poor record, is Chase DeLeo had been out for an extended period of time. This happened last season. Last season, Chase DeLeo was out for an extended period of time, and the Gulls suffered for that. And now that Chase is back, sorry, La Morada native Chase DeLeo is now back, maybe there can be a bit of a turnaround for this Gulls team that has needed it. As well as Jacob Perot moving up to the top spot. Nestorenko was in that first line. And now Jacob Perot is in that first line. Um, also, Nestorenko switched sides. Nestorenko was on the right side. Now he's on the left side again. Um, you know what? This is definitely... This has the makings of a throw crap on the wall and see what sticks. That's what this whole lineup was. The third line was the only line that has remained, you know, pretty much the same throughout this road trip. It's still Braden Tracy, Gaucher, Caulfield. Yeah, that line is the same. But that top six had a major shuffling around. And this is kind of what you have to do if you're the San Diego Goals, is look at who's been pretty good and roll with those guys. Jacob Perot. He was amongst his team leader in points as well. And Perot gets rewarded with moving up to the top line. Ben King. He's been solid down the fourth line. He gets rewarded up to the fourth line. And in fact, I could even make the argument that Ben King might even do well. Dot, dot, dot. On the top line. Maybe not right away. I mean... Andrew Agazino is still doing fine up the middle. He is still getting those apples everywhere. We've seen this from Ags before. We saw this with Andrew Agazino back when he was a member of the... St- sorry. <laughs> the San Antonio Rampage. Of course, San Jose last year. But yeah, I remember how he was with San Antonio. He was good. He was very good. He was a 20-goal scorer. He's not a 20-goal scorer anymore. In fact, he is about to turn 33 years old he is on the back end of his career last season he did almost have a career high actually yeah almost a career high in points with 61 with san jose but there was really no one else in san jose agazino is still a crafty veteran and is still very good he's had more good games than not but as i just said he is on the back side of his career. But he's looked pretty good. So maybe eventually you want to switch around your centers and your wingers. Because uh, Ben King in juniors was a natural center. So maybe eventually you can move the super utility guy, Ben King, to that center position. Maybe move him up to that first line eventually. Maybe see what sticks there. So just some quick thoughts on what the goals can do without without their crafty leader, without their trusted leader, Pavel Regenda. We'll, we'll see what happens. And I'll actually talk about those three games 
on the other side. But just wanted to briefly mention that the goals without Pavel Regenda so far is 2-1 on this road trip. Part of that has to do with their opponents. But as of right now, it's given the young guys a chance to shine. And they're shining so far. So, yay. See, that's what that number one prospect pool can do for the San Diego goals. Yes, I'm still referring back to that article from three months ago. The Ducks still have one of the best, I guess, prospect pools in all of hockey. This is where it's going to shine. This road trip and this stretch of games coming up. All right, we're going to head to the first intermission. I'll talk about the last three games. We will get to all of that on the other side. And now, a brief word from eBay Motors. That is right. It is time to talk about eBay Motors, where you can get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices. And folks, you talk about some a site that has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that W. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. We are also brought to you by Logic's Smarter Banking. You know, on the show, you get a lot of in-depth analysis and some pretty hot takes, right? Well, let me give you my hottest take of the day. No, it is not that the goals are worse without Pavel Regenda. My hottest take of the, the day is the best lineup in LA and surrounding areas right now is the lineup of auto loans at Logix. They start off at the top with my favorites, the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big bucks. Next up, they've got an exciting new rookie sensation and their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. Rounding out their lineup, they've got their auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. With these guys, you could lower your monthly payments and get on the road to owning your car faster. Look, I know it's a hot take, but seriously, no one can beat the lineup at Logix. Visit your local Logix branch right here in the LA and surrounding areas. Let one of their amazing team members help you or just apply online and in minutes at logicbanking.com forward slash car. That's logicsbanking.com forward slash car. All right. We're going to continue talking about the goal's recent winning ways. (gasps) Well, a, a winning road trip? Are you kidding me? Yeah, the San Diego goals, worst in the league, yet they have a winning road trip, dot, 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 so far. They just need to win one more game, just one more 
game, and they will have a winning road trip for the first time in over a year. Oh my god, can you believe it? Let me get excited, folks. Okay, let me get excited about the Skulls team, because they were not just last last season, they were dead last last season. They didn't even have a three and a three game win winning trip last season. <sighs> so now is a time it can actually happen. <laughs> I sound delirious, I know, but you know, you, you gotta roll with the punches here, folks, just a little bit. Let's go back to that first game at Chicago. Yeah. Goals came out firing. And it was none other than Jacob Perot, who scored on the power play. Wait, the goals scored on the power play? What? Yep, they did. They absolutely did score on the power play. But it was more so about just the nifty pass from Josh Lapina, who I think has looked pretty damn good <laughs> recently. And what I loved about Lapina was he kind of pinched into that little back area and had a nice little feed, kind of a little behind the back between the legs feed, as he was getting knocked down. Nice pass from Josh Lapina. But, ooh, that goal from Jacob Perot, chef's kiss, that made it one nothing San Diego after one. And then after that, it was Perot and, Perot and Nestorenko. Ooh, looking really good on the apples there. This is where I think the goals have done better recently. Without relying on Pavel Regenda, the goals are passing a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, you're hearing me say this. The goals, as of right now, are looking better without Pavel Regenda. Because time was, on the power play, you knew where the puck was going. It was going to Pavel Regenda. With that hard shot of his. And even after that. It was Andrew Agazino That was just kind of moving the puck around. That's kind of what you need right now right? Yeah. And speaking of Agazino, He scored in the second period. Made, making it 3-1. to one. I should mention right before that. Um, the goals. This has been their Achilles heel. For a while. Pretty much all season. The PK. Yep. Taking too many penalties again. And this this was a bad penalty. This one made me want to rip my hair out. Tyson Hines got he got nicked with a two-minute unsportsmanlike right to the box. And right off that unsportsmanlike, a minute into that, Josh Melnick scored his first of the season. Oh, yeah. Power play goal given up once again. But three to one after two periods, not too bad, right? Then middle of the third. Nathan Gaucher finally gets off the schneid, scores his third of the season. San Diego wins. Yeah, they won in Chicago 4-1. to one. But what I love about this game, Nikita Nestorenko, he was given the first star. It was not just about the points. I mean, he did get two points, a goal and an assist. But... I think what I sorry, Nestorenko was the second star. Second star. He got two assists. Braden Tracy with the goal and the assist. Nestorenko should have been the first star because of all the other little things he did on the ice. That's what I meant. He should have been first star. No offense, Braden Tracy. Love you, buddy. But Nestorenko, I think, showed a little bit more 
off the puck, showed a little bit more on the defensive end, and showed a little bit more creativity, which is a role that he's taking more so without Regenda in the lineup. And this might be the opposite of what the Ducks are doing right now. The Ducks have been suffering without McTavish and Zegras, and no one else is really stepping up, save for a couple of guys. With the goals, everybody's stepping up. That's what you want to see on this road trip. You want to see everyone else step up and see everyone else do something. Braden Tracy stepping up. Nestorenko really stepping up. I love watching that. Ben King stepping up big time. And that segues into Saturday's game. Now, Saturday's game was frustrating because the goals let frustrations get the best of them. Melnick scored. Schneider scored early on. That made it just very early 2-0 for the Chicago Wolves. Yeah, that sucked. That really sucked. That third goal for Chicago might have been the worst one of all, but I'll get to that in a second. Second period, La Mirada native Chase DeLeo scores his second of the season. Hey, Chase DeLeo, um, he might be back, folks. Only his fifth game back, but he's back. The skating's getting better. The hands are getting better. Looking pretty good. And then later on, Nathan Gaucher, just a minute later, scored his fourth of the season. Hallelujah! Love to see it. So it's tied at two. And then it fell apart. I hate to say it, but this is what pissed me off. Okay. I like the young kids. I like them a lot. I like Olin Zellweger a whole lot. He is probably one of my favorite players on this goals team. This was a rookie mistake. Because Olin Zellweger took a... He made a bad choice. He tried to pinch too soon off of... I think it was Chris Terry or no. No, Terry got the pass. Um, It was Panamarov. Who was right there to get the puck... And so was Olin Zellweger. Olin Zellweger, that was a bad pinch. He pinched way too early, or way too late rather, and just got beat on that one. So that was just a frustrating play, and the Wolves were off to the races. After Zellweger just completely whiffed on that pinch, it was a pass right over to Chris Terry, Right over two, and this was the most painful part of it. Former Anaheim Duck, Max Comtois, scored the goal to give the Chicago Wolves the lead for good. Oh, that 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 was pain, folks. That was big time pain. Oh, and then Max Comtois scored again in the third period right after that. His fourth and fifth of the season. Do you know how painful it is to see Max Comtois score on your former team and get the game-winning goal? Yeah, that that sucked. That really sucked. Oh, final goal right after that. Cole Schneider scored on the power play. And this a direct result of bad discipline from Glenn Godden. A pointless tripping penalty that he did not need to make. And right after that tripping penalty... Boom, Cole Schneider scores in the power play. 
Goals lose 5-3. to three. Yeah. That was more of a frustrating game than anything else. That sucked. But they moved to Milwaukee. And that was good. That was really good. For the most part. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that game in Milwaukee after this brief intermission. Stay locked in. Now a word from Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. It's the holiday season. Maybe you're traveling somewhere to celebrate with family. The last thing you want is to be unprepared to take care of yourself or a loved one if you fall ill. Jace Medical can give you peace of mind before you ever hop on a flight. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code Locked On to get $20 off your order from Jace Case. Welcome back to Locked On Goals, which is under the umbrella of Locked On Anaheim Ducks and part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, Locked In with Jason J.D. Hernandez. Let's talk about that last game against Milwaukee. You'll notice if you're watching on YouTube that there's a thing on the side that says, Stop Taking Penalties. Milwaukee got six power play opportunities on this game. San Diego had eight penalties in this game. Nick Wolf tripping. Nick Wolf roughing. Jacob Perot roughing. Colton White holding. Nick Wolf holding. Nick Wolf stop it. Oh no, no, stop it. No. Ugh. Nick Wolf holding. That's penalty number four if you've lost count. <laughs> Drew Hellison cross checking. Olin Zellweger slashing. Yes, Nick Wolf got half the penalties. For the San Diego goals. Um, Folks. I will say that the goals did go 11-7. And Wolf was the extra defenseman. Now San Diego did win this game at Milwaukee. But Nick Wolf took four penalties as the extra defenseman. Um, Yeah. No. They're not going 11-7 next game. Or are they? Look, I wouldn't put it past the goals to go 11-7 again at Rockford, and Nick Wolf is in the lineup again. But his lack of discipline was supremely jarring on this game. As I mentioned, four penalties. And yet, somehow, San Diego just took over because there's a goalie on the other side who I have said... Maybe not on this podcast, but on other podcasts when I talk about the Firebirds, where Askarov is um, madness personified. Is that the way? Is that the way to put it? Yeah, um, he's a bit of a risk taker. You never know what you get with Yaroslav Askarov. In fact, uh, one of my buddies, uh, Sean O'Brien, 
who has hosted the Calder Farmstead, um, can sum it up in one phrase. ASCII NO! <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Milwaukee had their ASCII NO moment. Um, a couple of those goals were really good, but a couple of those he probably wants back. Andrew Agazzino scored in the first. Then Olin Zellweger on a slapper from the point. And then Glenn got it. Okay, first off, the Zellweger shot was a good shot, but there was no one really, I mean, guarding that. I think Askarov could have had that one. He could have had the Ben King, or not the Glenn, not the Ben King, the Glenn Godden goal. Could have had that and didn't. Oh, just, just another day for ASCII. You know, ASCII has some really good games. Um, he tends to play way out of his crease more often than not. <laughs> he he does it too much, folks. I mean, you want to talk about a goalie that stresses you the hell out, then Yaroslav Askarov is that goalie. Thank God for the goals that he wasn't on his game and even had one of those like, ah, oh, crap moments. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. San Diego, the beneficiary of that. Now, Denis Gurionov and Adam Wilsby did score late in the game, but, you know, Askarov was pulled after that fourth goal from Ben King. Yes, it was a power play goal, but that was one that Askey should have had. And he got pulled right after that power play goal by the San Diego goals. <laughs> did did I kind of chuckle a little bit? I I did. I did a little bit. The Ben King shot was tipped, but Askarov still should have followed that a little bit better. Ah, uh, the Glenn, the Glenn Godden one. Yes, it was tipped, but ASCII should have had that one. So it, it was bad. ASCII got chased. Troy Grosnick is in. And believe it or not, San Diego won despite giving up power play goals again, by the way. And taking too many penalties again. They won 5-2 to two at Milwaukee. Despite allowing that many power play opportunities, which I want to end this podcast with for a few minutes, San Diego, as of this recording, is one of the worst teams on the penalty kill. Their PK percentage is an abysmal 75%. Let me repeat that. Their PK is only 75%, which is by far the worst in the division, it is almost the worst in the league. The only team worse than them on the PK. Well, there's two teams worse than them. The Providence Bruins and the Rochester Americans. That's it. That's the list. So the San Diego goals right now are 30th. 30th in the American Hockey League in PK percentage. What makes it even worse? Yes, how can this be worse? is the goals are taking way too many penalties. They have been shorthanded a total of 89 times so far this season. They have allowed 22 power play goals. That's the worst in the league, folks. They've allowed 22. Oh, 22 power play goals allowed so far this season. That's the worst in the league. Providence is next on 21. Then it really goes down after that. They're the worst in the division on PK, worst in the division on power play goals allowed. 
They've allowed 89 shorthanded chances. Not many teams have allowed more. Tucson, they've allowed more, but they tend to take a lot of penalties. Would you believe Calgary has taken way more penalties and have allowed way more shorthanded attempts, but Calgary has had a guy named Dustin Wolf up until recently be behind them on the net. But as far as the league goes, San Diego is in the bottom five as far as times they've been shorthanded. So when you're in the bottom of those categories, when you're towards the bottom in PK, when you are on the bottom on power play goals allowed, when you're close to the bottom on time shorthanded, when you're close to the bottom on amount of penalties taken and amount of penalty minutes taken, you know it's bad and you know you're undisciplined. The unsportsmanlike penalty, that was dumb. That penalty should not have been taken. I hated that penalty. One player getting four penalties in the game, I hated that so much it was bad. So San Diego goals, stop taking penalties. Just stop taking penalties. It is it is something that is preventable. I mean, yes, if you give up bad goals, nothing you can do about that. If you allow tip goals, nothing you can do about that. If there's some bad bounces, nothing you can do about that. But something you can do something about is just stop taking dumb penalties. That's part of the reason why the San Diego goals are last in the division, almost last in the entire American Hockey League, is they're playing undisciplined. They're taking too many stupid penalties. Just stop it. Stop it now. Okay. I'm, I'm good, folks. I really am. Okay. Ah, zen. That'll do it for this podcast of Locked On San Diego Goals. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms. See, I'm calm now. I'm good. I promise. It's free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, ad-free on Amazon. We're also on YouTube. So check us out on YouTube. And also you could hear us once in a while on SiriusXM. So look for us on SiriusXM. You could follow me on, we'll call it Twitter or X, at StimpyJD. The show's X account is at LO underscore Ducks. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. I did mention a kind of mailbag. That'll happen on Monday. Not next episode coming up later today, but on Monday. So be on the lookout for that. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated, folks. (sighs) For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the afternoon. We'll be back later today. Just remember to be safe out there. Be kind. Please be kind to one another. Especially Goals fans because they're going through it. And Ducks and Goals fly together. 